Hello, everyone. I'm Edie Schimmel, Marketing Director of National Braille Press, and today we're talking to our special columnist, Susie Stagerberg. For the past decade, Susie has been the style guru behind Susie on Style. I'm also joined by Cassell Wilson, NVP's Editor and Programs Manager. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your latest project with NVP? Well, um, I'm working on making a book uh, compiling some of my uh, columns that I've written for the magazine, um, sort of like the best of. And um, it's it actually, it was a fun thing to do in an Iowa winter in the snow um, to spend some time um, revisiting some of those columns and, and tweaking them and getting them ready to put together into a book. Susie, who is this book written for? Okay, this is for adult women. Um, I don't talk about dressing children or dressing a man. Um, I, the premise is that we are women dressing ourselves. Uh, some of what I say could go for dressing your husband. I, my experience with that is he doesn't care. So I, I'm, I'm leaving that to him. Um, certainly there is advice out there online about fashion for men, but uh, that's not that's not the focus here. And I do have a question for you uh, before we get too far into the book, and it is, what got you started as a style writer? I think I was asked, I think Dana Nichols asked if I would be willing to do this column. Um, I'm fashion, clothes, shoes, all those things uh, have always been an a interest of mine. And uh, so it's my experience that uh, the fashion advice you get online is a lot of times, look at this style slideshow, and this is what you're supposed to look like. Well, that doesn't help blind ladies at all. So um, I thought maybe it would be nice if somebody would come along and put in words what's in the slideshow uh, how, and how, you know, how do you do this. So that's what got me started. It's been fun. This is Cassell. Susie, uh, it was so fun working with you on this book. One of the things I love about it is you, this is sort of like the best of, you address so many different topic areas in this one book. Uh, and so just to give the reader a little bit of an idea, I'm just going to tell you what each chapter is about. Uh, there's a chapter on dressing well while blind, and that's all about finding your own personal style, thinking about your, your attitude about, um, about your own style and your body image. And then there's one about dressing for your body type, which is so interesting because this is about how to look your best based on your own body type. We all have different bodies, and there are ways that you can dress that emphasize your stronger features and de-emphasize features that you want to draw attention away from. Then there's a chapter on dressing for special occasion, uh, special occasions like weddings or business casual for the office. And there's a chapter on wardrobe basics. So those are the standard things that, that every wardrobe should have, your jeans, your leggings, your little black dress, so on and so forth. There's also a chapter all about accessories. And then there's a chapter on outerwear. So knowing the just general structure of the book and the types of content um, that you cover, 
Tell us a little bit more in your words some of the overarching themes that you address. Well, the, the, you mentioned the the piece on body image, and um, that kind of is the basis of all that I think. Uh, um, it's a I talk about how hard it is to accept our our bodies the way they are, and how um, the world wants us to be shaped like Barbie <laughs> and uh, tall and skinny and and perfect and how nobody is perfect, and how it's really okay uh, not to be. It's okay to be older and chubby in the middle, for instance. Um, And you will make yourself crazy trying to be perfect. Having said that, then how are we going to make ourselves look and feel chic, stylish, well put together, uh, if we're not perfect, so then that's where the articles about dressing for your body type come from. Um, knowing what to how to dress for certain occasions, you know, a sighted woman can go to a party or a meeting and look around and say, "Oh, hmm, everyone is wearing X. We don't have that." And if you, as I say in the book, if you ask some your husband or somebody else. You're liable to get something like, oh, no, you look fine. Well, that doesn't help me much. I don't know about, about my, I assume my readers are, are in the same boat as I am. Don't tell me I look fine. Tell me what to wear. So um, I try to uh, give some help to people if you're thinking about, what well, I've got to go to this interview. What should I wear? Or I have to go to this wedding. What should I wear? Or what the heck is business casual anyway? Um, all in the framework of what are you going to wear for your type, your body type. How do you approach budgets for, you know, style and fashion? Uh, Do you talk about the, you know, investment pieces versus, you know, less expensive areas that you can. Yeah, I do talk about that. And the irony to me is that an article you'll read will say, this inexpensive dress, and then it's two hundred and fifty dollars. So I try to I try to remember as I'm writing this that I'm writing for people who probably don't have all kinds of disposable income, and so um, I talk a lot about investment pieces, as you say. What are the things I should have in my closet that maybe I could spend a little more money on a black blazer or um, a nice black dress? Uh, and then if I have those things, if I spend a little more money on a black dress, then I, then I can change it up and get an uh, inexpensive a scarf from Target um, to to change it up. And next year I won't wear that scarf. I'll get another scarf from Target. But if I, if I have the basic dress, um, because honestly nobody has as much money to spend on clothes as the fashion industry would like for you to. And, uh, you know, nowadays when people aren't working, it's, this is even more so. And I, my assumption is that a lot of my readers are maybe on a fixed income or find shopping to be a challenge. So you can't just blithely say, oh, yeah, you have to have this $500 blazer. Um, I, mm-hmm. If I wrote bread, that, something like that, I would be insulted. So I try not to insult them. 
I see those those price tags on things too, and, and you know, it's like this is the bargain section, and and you know, it's, the, the items are still hundreds of dollars, and like a bargain for who? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? 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 <laughs> Who made this up? Yeah, it's like if I had that much money to spend on clothes, I'd just have somebody shop for me. (laughs) Well, yeah, and and you can do that actually. I and I do talk about that. um, The ways you can have people shop for you. Um, I love to do my own shopping, but not everyone is me. This is my one of my sort of ten commandments. Susie, not everyone is you. So. um, and I may have a little more disposable income than than someone else. So what I think is inexpensive or a good deal may not be for someone else. So I really love to hear from my my people who read my columns. Tell me where are they in their life, in their resources, in their uh, ability to go do these things for themselves so that I don't talk over their heads because nothing is more annoying than that. That's a really good point, and it's, it's great that you're connected with the readers, and you know you're you're writing for for their interests. And like you said, it's like, where are you at in your life? What what do you where are you dressing for? Where are you going? Um, the other thing is, I try to think about it as if I'm sitting in the kitchen with each of them, with a cup of tea between us, and we're just talking. And so. Um, maybe sometimes my tone's a little bit chatty, a little bit casual, but it's that's my my premise is okay. Let's let's talk about blue jeans. Aren't blue jeans a pain to shop for? So let's see if we can figure this out. Um, and I hope that that comes across that I'm just trying to help them hash things out. So Susie, you said before that you really enjoy shopping. I'm wondering if you could share with our audience. Um, any types of challenges that you encounter um, when you are out shopping for yourself? I'm not one who goes alone to the mall and just goes into JCPenney. I, I, that's not, I'm not built that way. So I have, I need to have what I call a sh- the shopping, the sighted assistant. Okay, so the sighted assistant is, in my mind, it should be someone you choose and you choose them carefully. You do not want somebody who says, "I oh, look great in everything. When you know that you do, could not hardly get that dress zipped. You do not look, I do not look good in this dress. Oh, no, it's wonderful. You don't want that. You don't want relying on clerks is a little bit iffy because they're actually going to get a commission. Um, if you, I, this is not the way I operate, but you could. If you had a little a small shop that you frequented and you had a favorite clerk, that that would be a, um, a good situation. Of course, there is the what I call third person invisible, and this is where the clerk says to the person with you, "Would she like to try that on? Would she like that to be cash or charge?" Like you're not there, and because you're blind, you can't hear. And then there are honestly people who store staff who go to the other side of the store when they see you come in. This is a documentable fact. I don't know what to say to her, so I'm just going to disappear. So (laughs) this is not, it's, it's, you have to laugh because otherwise you'd scream, right? Um, So my solution to this is to 
to have a person I trust go with me. Um, this, in most cases, this is one of my adult daughters I have too. And they are, they have been trained by me to give careful descriptions, to describe the way something looks on me, or to say, oh no, mother, by no means do not wear that. So, uh, not everybody has adult daughters. And even if you have one, maybe they're not speaking to you. So everybody needs to figure this out for themselves. And it's not easy. There is online shopping that has its perks. You can do it in your underwear at 3 in the morning. But you can't try anything on until it gets to you. So this is a, I think it's a big thing. It's it's um, an outgrowth of the way a blind woman will have arranged the rest of her life. How do we do grocery shopping, for instance? How do we do banking? How do we do uh, applying for unemployment because of the pandemic and we lost our job? Uh, however, an individual woman has set things up in her life, that's probably how she's going to go about clothes shopping. Thanks, Susie and Cassell, for diving into Susie on Style, Look and Feel Your Best with us today. If you'd like to purchase a copy for $18, Visit our bookstore at nbp.org or call us at 888-965-8965 or email us at orders at nbp.org. For the most up-to-date information on all things National Braille Press, head over to nbp.org and sign up for our e-news. Thanks for listening.